So let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful vase. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B and Lot B+. Randy, how are you doing today? You look terrific. On can can we make a note, please? Can someone write this down? On our next pre-show meeting, we're really gonna have to come up with a name to baptize Robbie Raz's uh, studio because this whole BB Plus thing—it's just not working. Wait, wait, hold, hold on. We can't we can't tell all these jokes because Michael. But Michael, this is his first time watching the uh, Michael. The Ooh, Michael yeah. might not get some of these. Michael jokes. Flyfisher, welcome. To Flavor Odyssey, Michael. Thank you. For I've joining. always wanted to learn how to fly fish. Michael, are you like? Uh, can you teach? Can can we like set up a trip where you could teach me how to fly fish? Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to learn. I like that dojo, a Flavor Odyssey fly fishing trip. I'm into. Oh, that. I'm in. I'm so in. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I don't fish, I'll just like I'll drive the boat. Wait, is there a boat in fly fishing? Shit. No, I think you knew that. <laughs> I think you knew that. No, it's, I, it's uh, as soon as I the, said it, I realized it. But when I said it, I didn't oh, just, know. And then, why do you want to? Why do you want to fish for flies? I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> Dad jokes. <laughs> so much fun. Hey, oh, we'll get some. We'll get some dojo gators. It'll be a lot of fun, man. I'm into this. This sounds like a great idea, Randy. Let's do it. Yes, let's make sir. this happen. Let's put it. Put it on the schedule. Put it on the calendar. Uh, if you could it. book my travel for me, that would be great. Uh, you know it, buddy. Figure, since you are in lot B minus, you uh, this this falls into wow. your purview. Wow! Now I <laughs> so you got to bring it back. Not you got to bring it yeah, back. Yeah. To the joke. Not only did you promote yourself, then you demoted me. What is that about? <laughs> it's this, this hand in hand. Travesty will once, not stand. Once once I got promoted, I had the power to demote you. Do you see what I'm saying? It just it's just it is what it is. I don't want to bore everybody with the hierarchy of our business, uh-huh. but. Uh, uh, Michael, thanks for showing up. Thanks, everybody. I saw a lot of Hall of Famers checking in, Randy. How does that make you feel? 
Boy, I am digging into Randy early in the show. Let's see what's going on in the dugout. I promised, I actually promised Randy in text messages I would be nicer to him on the show. And uh, I have completely just blown that. From here on out, Randy. Robbie, I just, I just want to nice. remind you, it doesn't cost you a thing, okay? It Does, doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> <laughs> he nailed it. You, you, you win. You win. I've got no comeback. <laughs> Uh, how's everything going on in the dugout, boys? Uh, it's dig me it's out of going this good. Uh, we're hanging out. We got uh, we're we're smoking the correct cigar. Um, Ooh, look at that bad. Ooh, oh, Jordan nailed it on sexy. the first on the yeah. first go round. He had that focus. Look at that. This thing's a beast. It is a beast. It's been a hot minute since I smoked one of these. Bad it boys. has been. We've got uh we got the full studio audience. We have got Matt and Scotty over there hanging out, listening What's to the up, show. Everybody? What's up? There we're they are. Prepping, getting excited for next week. Oh God, oh, yes. Boy. It's a week What's from tonight. Week? Stuff starts going down, man. Oh. Yeah. What, what right, happens next week? From tonight. Ah. A week from tonight for all of us that are cool. Yeah. Can you guys believe it that it's uh, next week? Oh, Randy's failing. I can't believe that it's next week. Rocky We're Mountain Cigar Fest already. festivities start. Real quick, if you get in early, if you happen to fly in early on Wednesday. Um, I'll give you a kiss on the cheek. Let me know if you want to come by the studio for the taping of Flavor Odyssey. You can be here in studio. Obviously, we don't want to have, we don't want to have a big, huge party on Wednesday. But if you're getting here early, uh, come join us at the studio. Then boom! Thursday night is Dochella Festival. That's the biggie, where Big a bunch time. of uh, you know, obviously cigar personalities and stuff will be here. It's usually the most fun uh, night of Rocky Mountain Cigar year. Fest, in my opinion. Then boom! Ever. Friday morning is the Brewery Bus Tour, the Flavor Odyssey Bus Brewery Tour. Bus Tour, which is sold out. Um, Going to be amazing. It, it sold out quick. It, it went, we offered it to the folks that went last year. And they all bought. And so next year, maybe Randy will add another bus because it just sold out so quickly this year. Um, then, boom, Friday night at the Aloft Hotel in Broomfield, we are having oh, a big. blowout party, another dojo party, two nights in a row. This one will be a Camacho-sponsored burger battle. And it's nice. also uh, sponsored by Trinity Cigar Lounge. Uh, Scott will be setting up his oh, yeah. lounge, lounge on Friday up. night. and Camacho then Camacho cigars to yeah. smoke. Camacho cigars, everything is going to be incredible. Uh, there'll be uh, food trucks. Um, there'll be uh, some tasting events going on that night. There'll be some beer. There's a cash bar. Um, and then, obviously, Saturday is the big event, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. Uh, then after that, there's a Espinosa pool party at the Omni Interlochen Hotel. And then finally, we sort of Jeez. wind it down. We wind it down with a tailgating uh, dojo party in the aloft um, parking lot, so there you there you have it, folks. That's all of the Rocky Mountain Cigar that Fest is events. Everything a cigar smoker would ever want oh, in crammed into four days. I'm already tired, and I we haven't even started right? yet. So. I, know, I know it's like I'm gonna have to go home and get some sleep just to get ready for this. <laughs> so there you go, boys. That's what's going on next week. Well, that was that's that's amazing. There's so much stuff. I'm curious. Maybe I should save this question for offline. Um, uh, how many people returned their tickets when they found out that I wasn't going to be? <laughs> Nobody knows that you're not going to be there yet. Yeah, you know, oh, you, breaking you just news. Spilled the beans. <laughs> Break, breaking news. I, I will not be uh, in the house. Uh, do we have a special guest host to uh, yeah. to host? We uh, do, in Robbie fact. Bus? So 
Uh, as uh, as we are getting rolling on this Still announcement, on let's go ahead and do it. Uh, I can't tell everybody how bad I feel that we never even announced this thing. To Eric's point, we went back to the attendees from last year's inaugural Flavor Odyssey Brewery Bus Tour. And poof, the tickets sold out. Everyone had the best time of their lives. We honestly didn't anticipate that. Next year, to Eric's point, we do have some plans to allow this to uh, expand. Um, but we have two buses. They're picking up at Cigar Dojo Studios on Friday. We're going to breweries. We're tearing it up. Guess what, Robbie? We got it sponsored this year. When we found out you weren't going to be able to make it because of uh, conflict in your work schedule, we went out and we got the best guy I know to fill in for you. That's one Mr. Jack Hire. It's your boss. <laughs> it's our boss. We, we got Drew Estate boss in the man. house. Drew Estate sponsoring the whole thing. J Jack Hire is going to be the host of one bus. I'm going to be the host of the other bus. It's going to be off the hook. I was I was about to say you won't want to miss it, but we if you don't already have tickets, we're not going to give you <laughs> the opportunity gonna... to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna miss it. So, uh, but we'll tell you uh, all super about excited. It. Yeah, yeah, super excited about everybody that has signed up. Can't wait to get out there next week. Uh, going to be a blast. Oh, it's gonna be. Randy, we should get we should get you some of those Ray Bands that have the camera in them. Oh, we'll go you live. Know, we'll go, we'll and live then you can live the stream thing. the whole thing. Stop it, Jordan. Oh. Can't we, uh, uh, can we use a, 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 a GoPro strapped to my face? <laughs> yes. Actually, I prefer that. Uh, and someone yeah. live stream Randy doing the live stream, just so I can see. <laughs> all right. We are, so now we got all that out of the way. This sounds like it's, yes. it's going to be awesome. This is one of the best events of the year. I always look forward to this one. Unfortunately, I cannot be there this year, and that bums me out. Bums me out big time. Um, so but uh, I will be there uh, in spirit. Maybe I'll do some yoga and what do they call that when you go from one place to the next? Like you transcend teleport? space and time. <laughs> yeah, I'll teleport, teleport. Uh, <laughs> uh, in, the, my, in the astral plane of whatever. Uh, do, I'll do a lot of peyote and see if I can. Whoa, let's see if I can make it. Um, All right. Anyway, I don't know what just happened. No, I have no. a really big. I have a really big spoon. So look, see, it starts here, and then it's a really big spoon. Oh but my gosh. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Take, Take it, it easy, easy man. Uh, but I used uh, this to stir my drinks from uh, from a few feet away, and uh, I knocked it over and it made a lot of noise. But, Randy, now that we've gotten all of that fun stuff out of the way, and I really hope that uh, a ton of people go out to this event. It really is the best. If you haven't gone, I mean, it's probably too late to get uh, tickets to the to the event itself, uh, the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, if you haven't planned on it, do it next year. I'll be there. I will build it into my schedule next year, Randy, so I will not miss it. So there next year go. when we have four buses for this four. for this beer tour, uh, I will um, be on two of them. Um, <laughs> so we are, we are continuing our uh, Destination Dominicana uh, segment here on Season 5, and we're smoking the Andalusian Bull. This Thank is you. a beast of a cigar, Randy. Uh, the size on this puppy, it checks in at a six and a half by sixty-four Figurado. That's, I mean, it's it's sixty-four at the tip. I don't it's know how far we want to go. at the head. At what? At the yes. Let's just leave it at that and move on. We're adults. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper, uh, Dominican binder and fillers. 
Uh, it comes from our good friends at La Flor Dominicana. It was named number one cigar of the year, I think, in 2017? 2016 or it was the it was the 2016 cigar of the year which is announced in Came January of 2017. So I was yeah, yeah. either one you say is right. I love that. I, I like it when you could just say a bunch of things, Randy, and you're always right. Beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah, no, I, <laughs> so, I, I, yeah. I agreed. This is this is an exciting one. You know, obviously we've never smoked this one on the show. Um, it is a Corojo Ecuadorian wrapper. And all Dominican uh, binder and filler made up of Criollo 98 and Pelo de Oro. And uh, obviously we agreed when we were talking about what cigars uh, really bring that Dominican character and what, what like sets apart that Dominican uh, flavor profile. Uh, I think you were the first one to say this, but as soon as you said Andalusian Bull, I was like, yes, yes, we have to do that for the Dominican segment um yeah very exciting obviously um when we planned this we had no idea about the well, we did the we golden. just temporarily forgot oh i'm well, sorry we didn't i thought know you were going to go somewhere else i thought oh, you were no, going to talk about something else sorry i interrupted and i shouldn't have no, go ahead no no problem so ironically uh, robin have, have you been following did you realize that over the last two days uh la flor dominicana has um developed a a sequel to this cigar, Andalusian Bull, the Golden, and they are selling seven of these as NFTs. Now, I'm not sure, but an NFT, I believe, is a non-focal transmission. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. And and I, I I'm don't quote me on that. It could be a soft J, could be yogging, I'm not positive. Uh, but, uh, but 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 uh, but these things have sold over the last two days. They've sold the first two of seven and non focal transmission. I, I just got word in my headphones that is the official term. Um, two of these has have sold over the last two days. The first Wait, one you're for making it so you're making it sound like it's a cigar. It's a box a refillable oh. box that's the oh, nft right let's let's uh, right sorry now go on yeah go ahead you know what you, you know then, then, then then we'll i'm actually we'll gonna pass it off to jordan to like <laughs> talk a little bit about that but here's what's important there's only gonna be seven uh, people in the world that will have access to buying these continually the first two have combined in sales for over a hundred and fifty thousand dollars Holy. And here we are on Flavor Odyssey, just smoking them like it ain't nothing. Just wanted to say that. Holy <laughs> NFTs, Batman. Uh, Randy, I think the bulk of what the bulk of what you said outside of the amount of money was wrong. Um, but uh, don't ever, ne- never, that, that, never let the facts totally possible. Never let, never let the facts get in the way of a good story. Um, that's right. Uh, the it's an NFT. Do we care enough to talk about what that is? I don't think so. I mean, if you, uh, if you don't know what an the, NFT is, look it up. It's a, it's a to sum it up, it's just a cooler way yeah, to do it. Like, do you remember when Padron did the, the hammer humidor a few years ago, the 50th mm-hmm. anniversary? That was also yeah. refillable. Mostly retailers buying it and refilling it and selling it. This is just a cooler way to keep track of who has the rights to that humidor. So it mostly got it. Mostly retailers are going to be buying these things. And then if, you know, a few years down the road, they, they want to sell it to a different retailer, they just sell them the NFT, and that's your ticket to the humidor. 
Almost like a personal seat license at a ballpark. Right. Ooh, good call. Same, same kind of concept. Analogy. I was uh, going to go with a golden ticket to Willy Wonka's factory, but 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 a PSL that's also. Just a one, that's a one-time <laughs> thing, man. That's just Ooh, one time. PSLs, you get that every year. Um, and this, from what I understand, the cigar will be released every year. Uh, I don't know how many they get every year. It's like 50 a year or something like that. I, I, I'm not exactly sure of all the details. But right now, only one human being on the planet has access to them because he won both of the uh, first uh, the first uh, au- auctions. Yeah. I believe the, there's yeah. there's five more over the next several days, I think. And right. uh, mm-hmm. Randy, I, I mean, do you want to get into this? Like, I, I got five on it, and we can see what happens. You got five, what, 100,000? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a little bit outside of my uh, my my budget, for especially for cigars. I mean, I'm sure that's going to be the crazy thing. That'll be that'll be the news story of the future is how much these things sell on the on the resale market um, before everyone gets bored of talking about it. But just the same, Andalusian Bull from La Flor Dominicana. Can I tell you what I'm pairing with it? Robbie, because I'm yet. really excited about my cocktail. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, because uh, I don't know. Actually, yeah, go ahead. Tell okay. everybody what you uh, so I, I wanted to do, you know, I teased last week that I was just going to start drinking nothing but bourbon uh, on the show since I don't win regardless of what I pair with. Uh, but then I actually found a really cool cocktail that I'd never heard of and I wanted to give uh, a try. Um, oh, the third NFT oh. sold for 91K. Steve Talk wow. coming in with the break- <laughs> breaking news nice. from our good friend Steve Todd. $91,000 holy nfts as i said out of my budget i'll tell you what Uh, marketing uh, is just it is a powerful 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 thing you know guys Uh, i i interviewed um lfd uh what was it tony i interviewed tony Tony. at uh, pca and i asked him at the show like what do you what would you envision that they would sell for just i know you don't know but like what could what's your guess and his guess on, I think if if you rewind the tape, I think he said they would be like super excited if they sold for thirty five k. Now that's right now we're almost at three times that. So um, wow, very very successful, and it makes you wonder, like based on what they've done, like could this be you know something that other companies start to follow because that's incredible. Yeah, if if you're not trying to steal this idea, you're doing it wrong. Um, there were a couple of things that you said there, Eric, that surprised me. One, when you said rewind the tape, just <laughs> it's cool <laughs> throwback, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, who, who does? Be kind, rewind. Um, two, oh, wow. I'm really surprised that he answered that question live, and like gave that level of it. Put like it's almost like when you have a good it, like a buy it now price when you have a good interviewer well, he, who knows what you're gonna get he was saying that they had <laughs> auctioned off similar humidors like uh, charity kind of things and he was basing mm. it off of what those went mm. for right still i'm having super hesitant to put a number on that but that's just me yeah. um that's i'm stunned at how much they're going for do can we uh can we find out if it was the same guy who won uh, this one? I'm curious if the third uh, one, Steve Toth, has the has man. The that there. wouldn't that be wouldn't that be cool if the same guy buys them all? Just drops <laughs> and then wouldn't it be a million and then, dollars and then, on? And then wouldn't it be amazing if nobody ever bought one? Just <laughs> <laughs> smoked I mean, them all. Not not that I wish that. I just that'd be I don't know. So, I am pairing with the revolver. Revolver 
you know, I was reading uh, a little bit about uh, the cigar and about the flavor profile, and there's a a, a term that I, I've learned jo- Jordan hates uh, of leathery, but uh, woody, leathery, oh, earthy. Hate the term. Um, no, no, you you just hate the flavor characteristic. <laughs> uh, the, uh, um, and and uh, it, but very very cedary and creamy and creamy really caught my my, my attention. I wanted to uh, try and find a cocktail that could maybe um, emphasize some of the creaminess, but also uh, give some contrasting brighter characteristics against the leathery woody. So I went with the revolver. It is a very simple uh, a cocktail. It is bourbon, coffee liqueur, orange bitters, and then what really like caught my attention on this specific one is um, a fire expressed orange peel. Have you guys ever heard of this technique? Yes. Fire expressed yes. orange peel? Oh, I hadn't. So I, I almost lit the kitchen on fire. You literally take your orange peel, you go skin side down towards the flame, you, and then you squeeze the orange peel and just the oils from the outside skin kind of like spray down onto the fire and it's a big you know, explosion. And, and it gives just a, a little bit of like a burnt uh, citrus, uh, uh, very, very light fragrance to the beer, which was uh, fun to prepare if nothing else. And you got out of that without any third degree burns, in, huh? Can you believe it? I, I, I'm stunned. <laughs> I've, I've had uh, I've I've had some uh, some mishaps um, doing the. Uh, I could ex- see how <laughs> the expressed orange burn situation. It is that it's. I mean, it's oils that pop out of there, and they they burn, and then they sizzle, and then it's really hard to make it stop once it gets on your skin. So, ooh, uh, there's glad be, I avoided uh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There should be a, a warning label with that stuff. But that's that's interesting. I've never heard of that cocktail. Um, it sounds uh, kind of delicious. So I'm curious uh, to see how that works out for you. Um, to uh, For everyone that watched the live, I kind of kept half of my promise. Uh, here is the old-fashioned uh, that I said I was going to drink. It's a... Uh, <clears throat> So as we were watching, if you watched the show last week, Eric and Jordan did a uh, like an Arnold Palmer, like a, a jazzed up adult Arnold Palmer. And at the end, uh, Jordan was saying that it just it missed the mark for him. It didn't have enough body. It probably didn't have enough, I guess, sweetness to it. Like it just was missing something. It fell flat. Um, and we had discussed, well, what if we did uh, black tea infused simple syrup? Could be really interesting. So I went and made some, and it uh, turns out it's actually quite delicious. And I decided to revisit their drink from last week and i'm going with a a grown-up arnold palmer it's not really a recipe i got from anywhere else uh in essence it's a uh well it's a it's a black tea tom collins basically it is two ounces of vodka uh one ounce of the uh black tea simple syrup and one ounce of lemon and top that off with uh some sparkling water it is uh it is a very delicious drink i've been trying to make a grown-up old-fashioned that tastes good for a long time. Ever since I had that twisted tea, did you guys ever try mm. that? Mm-hmm. And it was and it's terrible. And then they came out with like a uh, a ice or an iced tea whiskey that was also terrible. But I wanted something that that filled that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a John Daly. I don't know if this is the same recipe as that, uh, uh, Professor Larkin. But uh, thank you for the uh, for the heads up. I, that is, I do believe that is the actual name of the drink. Uh, and a, a decent yeah, job. I forgot actually. about that until he said it. Film, but uh, I, I've been looking for a recipe that worked, and none of them have ever really worked for me, because the tea is either tastes synthetic 
or it's too strong or it's not strong enough. This to me tastes freaking perfect. Um, nice. This is I've had uh, one and a half of them already. And oh, beautiful. Uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be for the second half of this show, boys. Woo. Going to be good. Um, but <laughs> I do have the uh, I, I lost it, actually. It didn't crack. I was like, woo. But then it stopped. Uh, and then uh, I've got the uh, old fashioned for a backup at the end. I think the old fashioned will probably be a better pairing. But uh, in the uh, interest of the show, I wanted to go with the uh, as my official pairing is going to be this iced tea. And so far, it's actually working out a lot better than I anticipated. Um, it's it's delicious. I highly recommend that every single one of you make this. Uh, the black tea simple syrup was really easy to make. I took one cup of water. I brought that to a boil. I steeped uh, four uh, just Lipton uh, black tea tea bags in there for four minutes. Took those out, <clears throat> added a cup of sugar, brought that to a boil, let it simmer for four minutes, um, tasted it, and it wasn't enough tea. So I had a, another tea bag of English breakfast, plopped that in there, heated that back up for another four minutes, and let that steep, and it brought out a lot more tea flavor. So I almost wonder if making the simple syrup and steeping the tea bags in the simple syrup would be better but the uh, tea flavor is really good it's super sweet obviously um but man i think even if you just threw this in and, and poured in like put a, a shot of this in a glass and a full thing of topo chico would be delicious just the drink on its own no it doesn't need any alcohol um but anyway that's my pairing i'm uh going on and on and on so i'm gonna throw it back to the boys what bourbon are you guys drinking this week <laughs> you're so smart Mm. I am um, I am just doing bourbon with this cigar. I'm just doing <laughs> this uh, Heaven Hill bottled in bonds. Mm. Um, nice. And I got to say, here's this, you know, anytime a cigar wins cigar of the year from Cigar Aficionado, there's a lot. It, sometimes it, it brings some hate to the cigar just because like it, you know, it's like anything like when it, when something gets that, you know, notoriety, there's a lot of people that come out of the woodwork and say, ah, it's not that good or whatever. This cigar is really good. There is just no doubt about it. It, it. it, it's a, it's a Dominican profile for sure. So you guys picked a good one for this segment, but it adds one extra thing that most Dominican cigars don't have, and that's that Corojo salty note mm -hmm. to it. And so, this is a really, really good cigar. Like say what you will, but. This is the best thing, in my opinion, LFD has ever done, and it des mm. it deserves the accolades. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. What do you think, Jordan? It's probably the most fitting uh, number one that Cigar Aficionado has ever done. Like it actually came out at least I don't know if it was that year or the or the year before, but it was it was within the realm of when you should pick that cigar for Cigar of the Year. Uh, and it wasn't just one of those years where they just gave it to Fuente or Padron because some sort of commemoration had happened or anything. It was just like a deserving cigar. Um, yeah, and you're right. It's very Dominican. Um, not in the not in like the floral kind of sense, but it's like got this musty kind of like grandparents coat closet kind of a thing going on. Uh, a lot of uh, interesting spice as well. Like not not like nasal burning, but like cumin maybe. Hmm. I like Ooh, that. Somewhere yeah, around there. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I am pairing it with the uh, prideful, prideful goat. goat. Got to focus. And oh, this, nice. This rye is insane. Cask strength, 114 proof, which is right in my wheelhouse. But it's real, real syrupy. Um, got a good viscosity to it. This is a rye that if you find, you definitely want to get this guy. It's around $65, $70. Um, it's kind of, I, I don't think it's, you know, too widely available. But if you find this thing, go for it. 
Well, I'm glad that uh, you guys are so pleased with, with this and you, you teed up a couple things I wanted to talk about. Uh, uh, you, you are correct, Jordan. Uh, Illusion Bull from LFD did come out in 2016. So it was a new cigar the year that it won. And, and what I've seen at least, and you, you were obviously a lot more dialed in, Eric, because you were already running Cigar Dojo at this time. But because uh, there has been some kind of like shade thrown at this winning cigar of the year that, that year, I've never once heard anyone say that the flavor profile wasn't deserving of it. I think what what I've always heard people point out was that it's such a unique Vitola that it's literally like, a, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they trademarked this Vitola. And it's ultimately a Solomon that the foot is cut off a little bit. Um, so, so it has, you know, that, that flat head uh, that you would expect from a Parejo. And so it ends up being this bulbous kind of foot on it. Um, I'm sorry, foot, not head. Um, but, uh, but it, you know, it says the Cigar of the Year by that magazine says that they do all their, uh, all their competition, all their head-to-head smoking blind. And so to to then, you know, say it has integrity because it's a blind tasting and then do something that's so obviously like notable and, um, just on the visual is, you know, a little bit of an asterisk next to that. But you, you are right. The, the flavor is uh, really exceptional, definitely deserving. But um, but I, I wanted to look up a little bit more about uh, the Andalusian bull and the meaning of it. Uh, so Lito Gomez uh, was born in Spain. And Andalusia is a region of the Spain. Of Spain. It is the southern region that uh, has Sevilla and Granada uh, down there that was under Moorish rule from the 5th to the 18th century. And, uh, and it leads to like this beautiful uh, architecture and mosaic roofs and uh, really beautiful cities down in southern Spain. And so that's Andalusia and bullfighting is a major, major component of the culture in southern Spain. It's actually the, where bullfighting uh, comes from. And, and the matador, the, the star bullfighter, is uh, of mythic proportions, a hero in, uh, in Andalusian uh, lore and, and, and culture in general. And uh, 2016, I've never read this. I don't know this to be true. And I'd love to ask Lido sometime if we run into him. Um, if this was planned, but 2016 was a um, a milestone and commemorative year for bullfighting in Spain as Catalonia, which is the northern part of Spain, had actually banned uh, bullfighting in 2010. And that ban was overturned in 2016. And so 2016 actually brought back bullfighting to northern Spain, uh, which was something that was important to the people. Again, part of their uh, their lore and their history and their culture in general. And so uh, really, really fitting that they uh, that they released this cigar uh, in 2016. And um, and again, I, I, I like what you said about, uh, you know, adding that Corojo uh, character to a uh, traditional uh, Dominican blend there, uh, Eric, because I, I totally agree. I think it has those musty, creamy, elegant, and spice characteristics with with just a twist. You know, that, that, that twist that Corojo brings to the blend uh, is really exceptional. Yeah, no doubt. I think it's better in, uh, they say that it's basically the same blend in that LFD 25th anniversary. Did you ever try that? It was like a more of like a Churchill. Oh, yeah. I yep, prefer yep. that over this. Is it? I mean, the the figurato sizes are fun, but they always have uh, burn issues. And 
I just prefer a Parejo, you know. Yeah, they they actually, you know, I also read that they, there's only two rollers that has, have ever rolled this cigar, which um, is partially what leads to the um, exclusivity and uh, and and lore behind this cigar. Very hard cigar to find. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Robbie mentioned it last week. He and I both received ours in the CRA 2021 packs, um, so we we're pretty excited to get our hands on this bad boy and happy to smoke it here on the show with all you fine folks by the way folks if you're if you're watching on youtube or facebook let us know if you what your pairing is and at the end of the show robbie and randy will uh, discuss uh who had the best audience pairing um so uh share that and jordan will pick uh three four of those out and we'll discuss that at the end of the show i saw a few folks already posting their their pairings so uh keep doing Very that cool. and we will uh we'll uh We'll see who's the winner of the audience pick later on. Yeah, just for a little bit of clarity, uh, there were some people asking uh, what's a backup uh, for this cigar mm-hmm. if you don't have it during the uh, during the live. And uh, Randy, you had mentioned that the uh, the double Lajero Natural is a very similar blend. Um, mm-hmm. You know, perhaps different primings and things of that nature, but uh, along right. the lines, very similar blend. Um, and then, uh, and then I, the same person said, okay, what about a third option? <laughs> and I said, well, at that point, just at that point, just smoke whatever you want. Uh, but uh, I think the closest, I mean, if you have a 25th anniversary lying around, I didn't realize they were there the same go. blend. I wasn't even thinking about yeah, that. I go for that, one. that one. Um, <clears throat> but I know Randy, you said that I picked this. I don't think I did. I, I suggested LFD. This is actually not my favorite LFD cigar. Uh, I'll be the one, uh, uh, the outlier of the group. Um, I, I, it's good. It's a good cigar. I don't love it the way that you guys love it. Um, it's uh, I've only smoked it a handful of times. Um, it's I think it's fine. Wow. So it's fine. What is your favorite LFD cigar? If you're gonna throw down the oh, I don't I don't here. know. I don't even think I have one. Uh, I think just <laughs> going back to the classic, just the classic double Lajero is uh, this is the, better than that. Get out of here. And, well, in your uh, opinion, it is. Yeah. I just, I'm just not that big of a fan of this particular cigar. LFD makes really good stuff, and just about everything that I've yeah. smoked from them, I liked. Um, <clears throat> there was one that they came out that had like a fuchsia, like a light purple band that I didn't like. I don't remember what that was called. Um, uh, Vol, Vol, um, it was another one of their Vol, anniversaries. Voldemort. If, if, if <laughs> Vol- uh, no, that <laughs> should not be named. That cigar <laughs> should not be named. Uh, yeah, no, I just that one I didn't like. It was like uh, it had like the noir or Knox or something like that. Oh, the Knox. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that one I didn't really dig. Uh, but I mean, this is fine. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm just not getting uh, all juicy about it like you guys are. So it's fine for me. I didn't think we were it's got some. Juicy. It's there. There was there was yeah, some juices right. flowing. Um, <laughs> you, you start talking about tips and heads, and it got weird. Um, but uh, the um, I mean, somebody had to make a sophomore joke at some point. I was at doing my point. best to hold it back, um, but uh, no, it's fine. It's it's got I get a lot of creamy notes from it, like Randy was talking about. So uh, <clears throat> I do like the coffee aspect of his pairing. Um, I do get a little bit of citrus, uh, kind of a citrus peel uh, essence note from this, uh, which I was hoping would be kind of the the uh, flavor, uh, the flavor arc, or what do we call it? The flavor uh, hook, hook uh, for both of uh, <laughs> flavor arc. Flavor arc. I like that too. Uh, the flavor hook yeah. for both of these drinks. Uh, so far, mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, I don't know. Everybody talks about how it's got such big flavors and all this, and I just don't. I don't get that much from it. 
I don't get a lot of boldness. I don't get a lot of let's say get a lot of spice in the retro head. I get a little bit, a little like white pepper, but nothing major. It's uh, yeah. I expect it to be stronger than it is, and it's kind of subdued to me every time I smoke it. Gotcha. It, yeah, no, I, I definitely, um, it would be misrepresenting it to call it a big, bold flavored cigar. I, I, again, I mean, we believed that it would uh, line up well with the Dominican flavor profile, which is somewhat subdued. Uh, also complex, though. Um, I, I actually th- think about that. You know, I, I'm, I'm basically now comparing all of these to um, what we started the, the uh, segment with, which is the Davidoff Grand Cru. Uh, which, uh, you know, is definitely more um, creamy. I think that Corojo, that saltiness that, that Eric mentioned, uh, definitely um, kind of masks. That sets this apart. So, yeah, yeah, Sorry. yeah, very, very much. But but I think at the heart of it, it does have a lot of those components. It does have some similarities, some traits sure. um, that I can uh, draw a correlation between those. Uh, but but you're right. It definitely stands apart from that. Um, I think it, it, it is a little bit more full flavored. I agree about the spiciness. You know, this is not your Nicaraguan black pepper spice by any means. I like no. the cumin reference that, that, that Jordan dropped because it's not uh, soft spice. It's not white pepper, um, but it's, it, you know, cumin's pretty intense spice without being sharp. You know, right. it's 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 very strong in flavor, but like it's it doesn't have the sweetness of cinnamon. Um, it's but it's in that baking spice kind kind of uh, realm, and to me, there's a lot of it in there. When whenever I I taste cumin or think of cumin, I uh, it just makes me want to wrap it in a tortilla, put some salsa on it, because I just think of tacos. Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Like I'll tell you, I get that strong it's, cumin it's, it's vibe. A, yeah, yeah, cumin's definitely a, a, a major comino in Spanish. Uh, it's Indeed. a major spice, um, uh, regularly used. But um, but but I'll tell you, it is so overpowering if you misjudge when you're making your barbecue rub and you and you're like doing a, a five time multiplier and you accidentally do a ten time multiplier just on the cumin, you'll ruin your barbecue rub. Hands down. Yeah, or if it's supposed to be a t- <laughs> it's supposed to be a teaspoon and you do a tablespoon, you're screwed. Yeah, yeah, big trouble. <laughs> indeed, um, yeah. Indeed. So, uh, Randy, that uh, I got to be honest, man, that reminds me of something. Randy! Good evening, Cigar Dojo! Thank you for tuning in and following along as we continue our odyssey to Destinacion Dominicana! Whether you are a novillo, a torero, or a full-fledged matador, we are honored that you have chosen to accompany us on this journey through the flavors of Dominican cigars! And as always, we would not be able to do what we do without the unrivaled support of our sponsor, the greatest premium cigar brand in all the world, Drew Estate Cigars. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar shop near you. One brick and mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate Cigars in is Smokin'. Smokin' consistently strives to offer cigar enthusiasts, like us, the best possible buying experience 
And that includes industry-leading customer service, mobile-friendly web page layout, fast and affordable shipping, consistently affordable pricing, and access to the most sought-after cigars on the market. Smoke In's knowledgeable staff is ready and waiting to aid you in your quest to find the perfect cigar. So check out any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or find them online at SmokeIn.com. There we go. Oh, <laughs> there we go. I like how the, the, uh, <laughs> all the commenters, everybody was just like, uh, that reminds us of something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I let time Andy. slip away from me there. I didn't realize so much time had gone by since the show started. First time, uh, I think it's the first there, time there, Robbie introduced the read. No, in, right. in, a, in a while. I, it, it's, I, I haven't introduced it in a while. There were like four times that I thought you were going to do it, and you didn't. Uh, and then I looked up and said, holy crap, we're three quarters of the way through the show. So, uh, <laughs> that, but that was good. You came, and I know I, I hit you. I, I don't want to do that, but uh, you handled it like a pro, Randy. Well done. Uh, uh, another uh, another part. Yeah, we amped it back up. Read. I like, last week, was, yeah. I was falling asleep. We're back, baby. And now. Yeah, I, I literally had to go and look up bullfighting terms so I could somehow I get the it. Andalusian bull in. <laughs> And and I, I I would consider myself a matador, you matador. know Jordan. He's more of the novio, uh, but 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 I'd, I'd say Robbie Raz is like a full fledged torador. So that's fine. Who's the torcedor? That means um, uh, <laughs> they're with, the levels of bullfight. Is that good? <laughs> so am I good? This I week, good. guys, good. Good. I am Jordan should the be pull up post post read. I don't know if it'll become our new thing okay. or not, but the poll okay. is. Ooh. All right, oh, so for, the poll right. says something. Of, now, now this week, guys, we're trying something new. We've got the polls on both YouTube and Facebook that are going to play into the into the final equation, right? Because yeah, right. every week before this week, it's always just been Facebook that we've been uh, rolling the, the votes off of. But we're so excited about everybody joining us on YouTube to watch the show live. We're now getting all of your votes incorporated and historically – I've always done a lot better on YouTube. Robbie does better on Facebook, so I'm I'm pretty excited no, about the opportunity here. No longer are the YouTube fans second class citizens. We're just that's right. You know, we that's care about right. You guys. My people. That's it's yeah. It's, we smash the like button. We, we 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 subscribe to the show. We hit that little notification bell. Let's get this thing going, people. The revolver. You're gonna want to know more about this cocktail by the end of the show. I guarantee you that. The uh, the. YouTube audience is, uh, I believe, more sophisticated. Uh, they were the ones that really understood what I was trying to do with the uh, with the Bordeaux wine uh, a couple weeks ago. So I, uh, I'm glad that we have become inclusive, Randy, as opposed to exclusive. I mean, we love everybody here on Flavor Odyssey. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost Not you anything. Thing. You know what I mean? Chad, so Chad watches it on both streams so he can vote twice. Ooh, I like it. That's I, next that's, level. See, that's, that's pro move right there. That's a pro no, move. It's a so good much thing room for that, uh, for activities when you're watching them. Both. So it's it's great that uh, that um, our good friend Chad is uh, Team Robbie because that's uh, I love to I like it when we double dip. You know what I mean? We'll double dip, dip, and then you dip again. <laughs> no one likes a double dipper, Robbie. Hey, you know what? You there, can double dip. There is there is a way. You, can there, dip. you just 
flip the chip you gotta over. Flip you flip the, the chip. chip. You flip, flip the chip. chip. Thank flip you. Chip. See, you guys are sophisticated. I, I, just, I, I, I was just talking about I was the, wondering. I was just talking about the number of dips. You can do it however you well, like. Well, Mythbusters you did this, the and they found that there's way more bacteria in the dip itself than your mouth could put into it. <laughs> so just go for it. Mm. Uh, well, the, that, you know, that might say more about the kitchen staff at the at the MythBusters uh, uh, headquarters. That's <laughs> fair enough, yeah, uh, Randy. The, the I, I've reached my goal because every every time I make a comment, my end goal is for someone to mention bacteria. So I'm glad that we were, <laughs> we were able to get to that point. Um, so, Randy, let's let's talk about yeah. the revolver a little bit because I yeah. know you said you wanted to talk about it a little bit more. It's an interesting drink. I'd never really heard of it. Uh, tell me again. It's bourbon and uh, it's, it, it, so so and coffee. Well, no, I'm glad what? that you uh, when you did yours, you you did the um, the portions, and I'm glad you did that. And I think it's important for mine. So it's it's two ounces of bourbon, half an ounce of coffee liqueur, and two dashes of orange bitters, and then the fire expressed orange peel. Um, it was only developed in 2000, just up the road from where we are here in San Francisco, California, by a bartender, and um, and it's it, you know. It's just those three ingredients, and it you know it really follows uh, more that classic cocktail, very simple, you know, bourbon, just a little bit of the coffee liqueur. I, I there's a couple different drinks I wanted to introduce uh, this season um, using coffee liqueur. I um, this is not Kahlua, by the way, folks. I there is really high quality coffee liqueur out there that doesn't have that ultra ultra creamy. Um, like like someone's already added half and half to it. I I don't recommend that. Uh, the, the coffee liqueur I'm using is from St. George Spirits here in the Bay Area, um, and it's just a bit, Rob. Like like it adds a little bit uh, of creaminess and just uh, like a faint bit of coffee to the bourbon. It's really bourbon forward. This cocktail is, and and again the expressed uh, uh, orange peel and the orange bitters. Just a touch uh, of citrus, so it's really just making it a more complex bourbon, more than anything. Uh, neither the, the the orange nor the coffee really like come out as this. If if I put this in front of you, it, it's hard to believe that you would guess that uh, coffee liqueur is even uh, an ingredient in the cocktail. To be honest with you, just so so you're aware of kind of the the level of coffeeness. If that you have to apologize here. for your drink that much, uh, I, I, I wasn't going to say anything, Jordan. <laughs> But it, it kind of cut like, every one of you. <laughs> it kind of, it just kind of sounds like another excuse to just drink bourbon. You were How doing so you? well until How you said it does. It just tastes like bourbon, guys. It's not oh, that bad. It's, I swear, it's a real drink. <laughs> it's, this is really good. You guys will all I, love I'm this. Actually, I, I, I am actually uh, curious to try it. I, I probably won't do the burnt expressed orange oils because I'm still. Literally scarred from the last time I did that, but, um, <laughs> mentally and no, physically. No, no, I, uh, I, 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 I definitely think this is like a, a in the in the realm of old fashioned, but a little bit brighter. It's not as heavy. Uh, I think you guys would all go through the roof with this uh, cocktail, honestly. Well, because it tastes like bourbon. Yeah, I mean, we've kind of established that we all like the bourbon. Um, I uh, so I'll, I'll talk a little bit about uh, what I did as well. So I know I actually am really curious. I'm giving you a hard time. Uh, I am really yep. curious uh, to give that a shot. I again, but I won't be doing the the burnt oils. Why are you against uh, that? I burnt myself. He hurt himself. Oh yeah, that you're, that's that serious. Jeez, hurt myself, Jordan. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, so I did I did the two drinks. And like I said, I, I 
the the whole goal here was to do this uh, tea infused simple syrup. <clears throat> I did an old fashioned. Um, Jesus, a nice pour. Uh, it's well, it's it melted a really big ice cube in oh, here, okay. and I thought I I thought that would help water it down and make it less sweet, but I I, I screwed up the proportions and it's just way too sweet. So I'm not even gonna count that. Uh, it's not my main pouring uh, pairing. Anyway, I just thought that it would be better. This actually has turned out to be pretty solid of a pairing. Um, all things considered, I didn't really anticipate that it would be. The lemon flavor, while there is a full ounce of lemon in there, uh, is not overpowering really at all. But the, the vodka doesn't really add much of a flavor. I wonder how this would taste if I did it with bourbon. Right. Um, yeah, It would give you just a, a, a different expression of kind of the same thing, maybe an, an earthier version, really. Um, but the the tea really shines and there's a sweetness there it's not super sweet it's the the lemon cuts through it nicely this is just a damn good drink like i could drink this all the time whether it's a great pairing or not that i mean it's fine i don't think that it's really uh it's it's not running over the cigar in any way i don't think um i am getting more citrus notes out of it than i, I usually do and that's i'm sure that's because of this cocktail but i always got a little bit of like a lemon peel not rind but like lemon oil you know that just a little bit of a whiff of lemon like you walk past a lemon you didn't really like buy it into it you didn't squeeze it you just walk right by it and you're like, mm, lemon it's like i get a little bit of that in that particular cigar but it's i still get the creaminess i still get the little earthy vibe to it the the pepper on the or i still call it a white pepper because i don't know what else to call it i guess cumin's probably a better way to say it uh but it's it's a it's a heavier flavor than it is a spice on the retrohale um i just don't love the cigar that much uh but i do love the drink and I think it works, especially on a hot day. It's like 93, 94 degrees here in, uh, in what's cool. rapidly becoming lot A minus here, Randy. It, or B minus, I should say. It's not A minus yet. That's in the future. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's B minus coming. today because it is, it is way too warm. But, um, yeah, I definitely dig it. I highly recommend uh, taking you know, 15 minutes, making this simple syrup, and then give this drink a shot. It's really, really good. If you like, um, if you like iced tea. If you like a, if you like an Arnold Palmer. Yeah, I'm I'm into what you did with the uh, the infused simple syrup. That's that's right. It's delicious. Up my alley. Yeah, I I want to do that. Play with it in a couple different uh, recipe combinations. I agree. I was actually surprised when you said uh, when you said vodka because the boys last week they did uh, bourbon back in Colorado. Right. Go figure. Jordan and Eric, right? Stunning. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But but it is funny that. Um, that you definitely think of, you know, as soon as they said what they had done and used bourbon in a in a iced tea, I could totally see that sweetness, that that uh, oaky character, that richness from from bourbon, really playing nicely in an iced tea. So I I I, I appreciate that you made it differently and acknowledge might have been better with bourbon. I want to try it with bourbon. I think that's going to be good. Did you give it a thumb? I don't know. Robbie? I think. I didn't, not yet. I don't think okay, we're, sorry, we're there. I, I don't know I if I missed it or not. Um, can can I do my first thumb sideways of the year? No. Is I think that, we banished still those. an option. <laughs> can, I just banish. get, can I just do a fist bump? Can I do a fist bump? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's. I mean, it's. I guess if I have, to, if if you're really gonna, uh, you know, put the screws to me, uh, I'll give it a thumbs down. Um, but I think mm. it's fine. It doesn't. It doesn't really impact wow. the the. It doesn't impact anything negatively. Uh, but it doesn't really enhance the, the flavors either. But uh, I, I, Randy, part of the reason I went with vodka is because I can't think of the last time we did a vodka-based cocktail. Um, hmm. But uh, and I was just thinking, I, I love a Tom Collins, and that's um, yeah. 
that's gin. And I didn't want to do gin. To me, gin with the tea I think would be really good, but I think it would be an absolutely dreadful pairing. Just way too many aromatics going on there, and I might could, yeah. just be totally yeah, confused. I see that. So while I do want to have that drink, I actually want to make a uh, like a, a gin martini with this a little bit of this simple syrup in there. I think it would mm. be delicious, um, minus the... Uh, Minus the vermouth, uh, or maybe do a sweet vermouth. I don't know. I don't know if there's enough time. But um, I wanted to go vodka because to me it just seemed like it, it made so much sense, and it's delicious. Uh, I think uh, adding a bourbon would just bring it to a totally different place. Probably would have been a, pet, a better pairing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that you should say that we don't uh, do vodka much. I, I I had about five different cocktails that I was kind of toying with for this pairing and uh, narrowed it down. It was like really hemming and hawing between – my three finalists and the other two were vodka based um so it's kind of funny you went that way and then pointed out that we very very rarely ever touch vodka uh for our cocktail selections for this show um like seriously when was the last time i'll I, i'm actually gonna look on the oh. site because i'm curious but one of the things no, that i, I want to do remember we, that we ever have i'm sure we have uh we talk about this a bit um it's just trying to mix it up a little bit and yeah. uh, for me uh i didn't even really I, mean, I didn't really take the cigar into account while I was doing the pairing, to be honest. I just, we talked about you this simple make syrup, and I was, <laughs> yeah, I was infatuated with the idea, and I thought, hey, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can no, I'm find glad it. You I'm going to keep it. scrolling I, I, through I, here. I'm, I'm excited about that that concept in general. I think that's something that, uh, that there's a, a there's a place for infused simple syrups, uh, you know, is a, a nice way to introduce another flavor where it's not overpowering where you you know whether it regardless of what you're putting in there kind of keeps it on that more subtle more controlled uh level as an introduction to the cocktail um and obviously an iced tea should have some sweetness so i think the simple syrups you know plays very much so it's a, a great platform uh to introduce uh, a secondary characteristic like that yeah man i'm and yeah, looking and through I, here i don't see I don't see anything that has. Yeah. I mean, the Machta Highball that might have had vodka in it. Um, that's back in season two. I thought we did a. Uh, oh yeah, we did a Moscow Mule. Um, I was gonna say unless first, we did a Moscow the Mule at one point. In season yeah. two, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's like the only time that I can think of us doing any vodka. So it was again just a throw in another wrinkle, and I'll be damned. The cocktail worked out great. It was just I was just messing around and did uh, you know the same proportions that I would do in a, a, a vodka Collins and uh, turned out delicious. I assume you gave yours a thumbs up. I don't remember if you did that or not. Uh, I haven't got to uh, the opportunity to say it, but yeah, I absolutely give this a thumbs up. Um, again, a more complex, uh, more citrusy kind of in the same vein as a, a, a old fashioned is what I would say. This reminds me of uh, where the bourbon, you know, plays. Well done, well done. <laughs> um, so, so round two. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Right. <laughs> you said, you said, uh, you said that. You, you, you know what's ironic? It, what's ironic is me. I almost can never say the words. Or it reminds me without. Oh, very nice. nice. Very nice. Hey, uh, 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 but yeah, now th that big, now big thumbs up for me. Oh, go ahead. 
Now that we've done no, our voting, uh, Randy, or sorry, were you done? I know Jordan cut you off, and then I did. Did you have more to say about your uh, old-fashioned? Uh, the revolver <laughs> is a thumbs up. Copy that. Uh, you're uh, you're good with the bourbon. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Jordan, you got some uh, audience pairings for us to look at? Okay, I could only find four. That's good. Uh, and I don't think they're all even with the cigar. I just got as close as I could get with... Hey, this was a tough one. There was this only was a couple a guys one, yeah. that did the cigar. Um, so we have Joe Machado smoking a backup cigar, LD Double Hero, paired with a horse soldier bourbon, the toffee from the... Hooch is matching up with some mild leather and both pepper and baking spices from the cigar. Joe, that's a strong pairing. Yeah, actually gave the whole review. I love it. Yeah, I dig that. That's awesome. Derek Rose, I paired my drink with Cheetos tonight. No bull. <laughs> Winner. Pretty <laughs> baller. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Acuff, pairing my Andalusian bull with the whistle pig boss hog. Mm, that's nice. nice. Epic that's pairing. Nice. That's nice. All right. And then we have Barry. No bowls around here. Going with LFD Capitullo 2 and a cookie coma imperial stout brewed with cookies and chocolate. Mm, I don't know about mm. that. Oh, that sounds well I don't know about that one. Yeah. Well, the beer sounds delicious. It does sound like it might be a little much for, for a cigar. We've all, all acknowledged that for Dominican, it's pretty flavorful. It's still um, a little bit more mild uh, to he light. He was smoking a different. He was smoking a different cigar. It's a little heavier than the one he's smoking. Yeah, I think. I'm not familiar uh, with the Capullo. That was a limited edition back in the day. Pretty dark, but oh, really? I still don't know. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a lot of beer. That's that's yeah, one off thing. Yeah, brand for what we're doing. Go ahead, Brandy. Sorry. No, no. I was just saying it was. Uh, it was. It's too far off the beaten path. If it's a darker version of an LFD, appreciate that you supported uh, Lafleur in your pairing but a little bit off the beaten path for for my liking barry i hope you're enjoying it for me i'm gonna just jump out there robbie and say kevin eight cuff yep. hands down that that boss hog i think yeah. uh the, i don't know if it's the same bottle or not but i think he busted out some of that for his wedding um and it really is a boss spectacular hog yeah that's a spectacular uh, robbie what do you one. think i could see uh, it going i'm going well with this. i'm going with our boy uh joe mercado he yeah. uh, he threw or Machado, Machado. Machado, sorry, Machado. I could uh, be wrong. That, that double Ahero horse soldier bourbon, and he gave us the full rundown on mm-hmm. why it was working for him. Uh, that's you. You want to get uh, you want to get in on the show and have your comments posted. That's the way you do it. I will go. Yeah. Both with, of those uh, are good. Both are, I'll go yeah. with Kevin. Yeah. yeah, I'm also gonna go Kevin because that um, whistle pig is thick and syrupy, and I think it's similar to what I'm basically drinking right now I, I i'm gonna guess that what kevin has is a great pairing so kevin uh, with the win i'd say kevin but, but acuff those, but those bottles mm. <laughs> well yeah have you guys ever seen the horse soldier bottle i mean <laughs> how do they make that the bottle bottle uh it, what's funny is i almost use the horse soldier in my revolver um but but i'm I, i'm with what what both eric and jordan did and what with uh what with uh kevin did having that that yeah really sweet bourbon i could see a lot of sweetness you know bringing a lot to the table with this cigar it does have that kind of drier again woody and spicy characteristic i could see some sweetness being added to this being a really elevated pairing for sure so yeah on my pairing one of the things i, I liked about mine was the sweetness and that that 
that I'll just I'll just throw my pairing out there real quick. Bring something nice. Oh, sorry. I don't. Do you it. Know. Yeah, go ahead. We gotta get get out of the way. Um, the cigar is not like Robbie said. It's not as strong as a lot of people will be like. That's that's full body, but that's just because it's Dominican. It's it's not even as full yeah. body as, as an Opus X. And at this point, I don't even think no. Opus X is full body. Um, it's no. me, it's medium full. Uh, I mm -hmm. like the texture on the smoke though. It's got it's got some weight to it. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I, I like I pinpointed that cumin note. I think that's pretty good. Uh, musty. Kind of flavors it didn't change too much since the beginning. It pairs well with the bourbon or the rye, excuse me. It's a very bourbon-like rye. This rye is so insanely good. This is winning the pairing. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that's the only downside. I usually like my cigar to dominate a little more, and the rye is, uh, but it it is like elevating the spiciness through the retrohale, which I like, and it adds a little sweetness through the finish. It's a great pairing. Thumbs up. Uh, yeah, real quick for me, boys. Um, you know what's crazy? This cigar has so much baking spice in it. It's Mm -hmm. It's baking spice in in spades. It's just it's just pure baking spice with just a little bit of salt at the beginning. And Jordan's right, doesn't change a lot, but that's fine because it's a great cigar. Um, with the bourbon, it's also great. I, if if I were you know um, being asked, I would say this is a total thumbs up. The cigar is going to be an hour forty five minutes probably. Um, if you can get your hands on the cigar, yeah. Totally. Pay uh, MSRP. This is this is a this is a no brainer. Definitely something that For you sure. should try in your life. I wouldn't say you know bucket list, but it's certainly something that you if you've never smoked it you should because it's super super good, and it goes yeah. great with the bourbon. So um, me and Jordan both thumbs up, I guess from from Dojo Studios. Yeah, you know I, I, it's funny that you jumped in on uh, his comment about it not changing much because with a Solomon. I'm just going to call it a Solomon for all intents and purposes. Um, Vitola, because of the like drastic taper to the cigar, you would expect a lot more transition than than what I'm experiencing. I'm with you guys uh, on that. It, you know, once you get past that knuckle, um, there there at the foot of it, it really it really does provide a pretty consistent flavor profile uh, all the way down. It's funny. One thing I will say when you're talking about something that you like. And you you point out something that's not necessarily a positive about it. It's easy to spin it, like you call it consistent. Right. But right. you could also, if you didn't like the cigar, like I'm not that big of a fan of it. I'd say it's kind of one note. Like it just yeah. kind of does what it does at the beginning, and then consistently it, bad. And then it's like <laughs> an, uh, like two hours of kind of the same thing, which is fine. I like to have a little bit of something. I mean, give me give me a little spike here, a little. A little, Robbie, uh, you know, a little I could not agree with there, you more. You know, but uh, nothing. It's, I, I, I couldn't again, agree don't with get you more. That was no, no. That was totally fair to say because you because you called that out, and and I couldn't agree more because I always say that for, for what I look for in it in an exceptional cigar are transitions. I do want there to be a little a, a new a characteristic, a new flavor to like pop in two inches in where where you literally pull the cigar away and look at it and be like, oh, what what just happened? Like, that flavor wasn't there a minute ago. I really appreciate that. So uh, I certainly wasn't trying to put a spin job on it, but but it's funny the way no, you I said think you that. No, I think I, you just do it. You just like, oh well, it's good. It's super consistent, but it's because right. you're talking about the things that you like. I, I'm totally. just making a blanket comment. I wasn't well, talking about you specifically. Yeah, kind of makes I sense, just, right? And if, if yeah. you have a cigar that you like and it's being consistent in that profile, that's that's good. And if, yeah, consistency is good. Sure. Yeah. If yeah. Cigar, I'll, I'll throw it, I'm not saying it, it, it's not. I'm just I'm just making the comment of. Right. Yeah. If, if, oh, well, it's it's you know there aren't really any transitions, but that's okay because it's really good to begin with, which is. 
factual statement. There's nothing wrong with sure. that. But if it no, wasn't but, good but to you're begin right. with, if I was if I was still you know the type I mean? to, like, to review cigars, which obviously we all know I don't review cigars, but if I were a cigar reviewer, I'd definitely throw a couple points at something that really draws my attention back to it. Those transitions that like make me realize like, oh, you know, like sometimes when you're smoking a cigar to Eric's point, this is a freaking two hour long uh, oh, smoke yeah. right here. Easy. I, I do want it to like draw my attention back to it. Like, like I might get distracted and be having a conversation or doing something else. Um, and, and I want the cigar to keep <laughs> drawing my attention back to it. Um, so I couldn't agree with you more that, that, that transitions for me make it a more elevated smoking experience. It's it's funny, Derek Rose said the show should go another hour long because we've got another hour on these cigars. He's right. I still got a full cigar left. From now uh, on, the like, show goes until we finish all finish all our cigars. That's the yeah. That's a, that's a no. negative ghostwriter. Um, yeah, it's like like seriously, just just it, it's a it's a great plot line. Mix in a chase scene every now and again. That's all I'm asking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. Anyway, I like that analogy. so uh, what's analogies. going on? Yeah. Now, guys, <laughs> guys, what's uh, wait yeah, before we get to what's go, going go, on? Go. We have oh, the yeah. first ever yes. combined tally votes Facebook and YouTube. Here <laughs> we go. Ooh, a real drum roll. Oh, with the wins. Randy with 68 stinking cents. Well, I I appreciate the votes, ladies and gentlemen. If you're interested in this cocktail, I use the liquor.com recipe from Revolver. Again, I really highly, if you're ever going to make a cocktail out of uh, coffee liqueur, uh, I really do recommend you trying to find something a little bit more top shelf than Kahlua. Um, Nothing wrong with Kahlua. Don't get me wrong. It's great in coffee for the holidays or whatnot but um but but i really wanted to bring something high-end t- to this cocktail and the revolver really did work out well so i appreciate the votes uh you should also tell everybody if you ever think about having a cocktail you should have an old-fashioned <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and i love Fair it enough. i love it you said uh you said uh if, if you're gonna if you're gonna use coffee liqueur use something that's good don't use Kahlua. Nothing wrong with Kahlua. Except it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Don't backtrack. Just take your stance. Kahlua's crap. I don't want to drink it. Just roll with that, man. Stick with it. Stick to your guns, I, 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 Randy. I don't. I don't want our, our listeners to go to their cabinet, look at the bottle of Kahlua, and then like feel bad that they have that in their bar. I'm just saying, there's there's better stuff out there. You know. Uh, uh, you know, I research. think you're supposed to keep Kahlua in the fridge. <laughs> so if you have it open and it's in your bar, you might want to throw it out. If you have it in your fridge, oh, it's might, supposed to be in the fridge. Yeah, but that's see, what you thought about Luxardo cherries too. So I don't know. That's true. That's true. That um, being said, but the other <laughs> side of that same coin is if you have vermouth in your bar, put it in the fridge. That's where it belongs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. <laughs> a lot of people out there drinking bad vermouth. That's a good. That's a true story. Uh, okay, what's going on on Smoke Night Live this Friday, boys? All right, so uh, Friday, this coming Friday, we have one of our most popular shows that we do every, I don't know, four to four to five months. It's the Cigar Brand Stock Market. So we will have a panel of experts. Oh. I can tell you for sure that Abe DeBabna and Aaron Loomis will be on the show, and uh, there'll be one other uh, guest uh, to be named. 
that will be on the show. And what happens is we have 20 cigar brands that we talk about and we decide. Like, all right, so here's the deal, guys. It's past the trade show. We're starting to head into the mm -hmm. fall, and that's when we do the cigar of the year ratings uh, coming up in a couple months. So what we do is we talk about 20 brands. Would you buy, hold, or sell stock, theoretical stock in these companies? Uh, it's always one of the most lively and fun episodes. So we'll be doing that this Friday. And then next Friday, we'll be here. Actually, I take that back. It'll be next Thursday, special episode Thursday. Um, that's when we will have Docella Festival here at the studio uh, leading up to Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. Steve Saka, Terrence Riley, Tommy Lazuka. Randy uh, Griggs. I'm, I'm, I miss Maybe uh, Rick Rodriguez. Uh, Mickey Pegg, uh, George Ramey. Bradley. will be uh, Rubin, uh, yeah, Bradley Rubin. Like a whole bunch of guys will be here in studio, and we'll get them all on the show, give them five or ten minutes each, talk about what's going on. So we've got some crazy – crazy episodes coming up in the next two weeks boys and that's and of course that sounds awesome of course Randy's gonna Randy Griggs you have yeah. your show on Wednesday a week from oh, tonight right. that's that's my crown you'll be here uh, in studio that's right that's what's, right. what's yeah, interesting so. what's interesting about Friday's show is you talk about theoretical stock in these companies but Abe literally buys stock of yep. these companies <laughs> right so oh, it's it's gonna be it's, it's how truthful uh, will he be uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta, like, see his did you, answers did you actually buy that oh yeah or? yeah yeah he's he's hedging his stocks here he's trying to be yeah. that inside trader a little bit and <laughs> trying, trying to boost up <laughs> he's look, looking at his inventory up. and like i've got a ton exactly. of this eric let's talk about this company and see how awesome they are uh, no buy. I think just, it's I'm a just huge buy <laughs> it's a huge buy in fact it's ten percent off. I don't think uh, we've had yeah, a retailer no, on <laughs> this segment before, right? It's yeah, I, it's I don't think so. I don't think so. It's uh, it's one point. of my favorite shows. I wish I could be there this Friday. I, I I was extended the invite. Unfortunately, I can't make it, but I I love that show and I would love to do another one. Uh, so book me in for the next. Uh, one, guys are wondering what the the segment is next week. So next Wednesday, next week. Randy will be live. You're gonna be live at uh, live. I will be at Dojo Studio Headquarters next Wednesday for the final episode of Segment 2, Destinacion Dominicana. And we will be finishing off with one of my absolute favorite cigars of all time, the Ashton Estate Sun Grown. Um, it, it really is a spectacular blend. Uh, we'll talk, obviously, more about it on the show next week. But uh, Ashton ESG to finish off Destinacion Dominicana. Wow. I, you know, I don't know why, Randy, but I think I'm going rum based cocktail next week because it mm. just sounds mm. like the right does thing sound to good. do. Yeah. Is it is it gonna make make me a, a, a copycat if I also do a rum based? Yep. That's why I said it first. <laughs> yep. You heard it here first. Heard it first. I actually uh, bought some Florida Kanye twelve year just this week for next week's show. You saw them again and you're not Said it out loud. Are you gonna I've fly it out? been doing the rum based cocktail. Oh, well, I keep forgetting that Rocky Mountains next week. You're I'll coming, aren't you? Are you? You're coming. I, I, you're staying you at Jordan's. You're gonna be staying at the uh, Casa Randy, de a, Jordan. Do oh, you have nice. your plane ticket yet? Is your flight? Booked? I do have a plane. My flight is booked. Okay, good. 
right. I gotta make sure you it's sure? on my uh, mm-hmm. on my calendar though, because I might forget. <laughs> You're coming, right? Oh boy! No, you'd, so, ne- we'll, you'd we'll... never forget and miss a trip, Randy. Never. That would never ever happen. No. Oh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll put the over under. Put the over under on Randy showing up at about sixty five percent. We'll see. Yeah. We'll start taking wait, wait, wait. At that point. That was today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Lots of fun. Uh, this was a good episode. Uh, Randy, congratulations on the first combined win. Uh, I think Ooh, uh, that's... Yeah. A, that's yeah, I like yeah, that. First combined that, win. That's a, that's that, a big that should one. go on my Hall of Fame plaque. Do you guys want me to break first it down? Uh, Facebook versus YouTube or no? <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, not at nope. all. It's, it's just one score. One <laughs> score, score is... All right. It's, it's One score, score to rule them that all. That ship is passed. Well, if you, ever, you know, if you ever feel like knowing the data, I've got it. One score to rule them all. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Now, I know you guys did not vote for my drink, but I highly recommend that you try it because it's delicious. Um, it wasn't the greatest pairing, so you all voted correctly. But you should uh, try the drink. Uh, so we'll be back next week. I'm looking forward to next week. Rum-based uh, cocktails for all. Every, I'm buying around, around a rum based drinks for everybody. Um, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Thanks again for tuning in. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Wednesday as the Odyssey continues.